Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Higher Ground with Chris Warren. Yes, it is great to have your company as well. 20 to 10 in uh, New South Wales, 20 to 9 in uh, Queensland. You might be listening to us uh, through the SENQ app. In fact, you might be tuning in anywhere in the country. You might be anywhere on the planet. Could be. You might be in Beijing um, yes. listening to us uh, via the app. Wherever you are, a very good evening um, or even morning. It might even be morning where you are listening to us. Talking about Beijing, and, um, well, it's been a really successful, hasn't it? Um, 24 hours for us from an Aussie perspective, a gold and a bronze, um, and it's our first gold medal in, uh, what, a dozen years. Uh, so well, well done to uh, Jakara Anthony particularly, and... Um, Tess Cody, too, was just uh, just amazing yesterday. Uh, joining us on the line, um, he's not in Beijing, but he is right across the Olympics, and you can read uh, all of his articles and a whole lot more at Code Sports. Lachlan McCurdy, good evening to you, mate. Thanks for, for joining us. Happy to be here, Chris. Yeah, we're a pretty monumental day yesterday. Just amazing, wasn't it? And we were, we were here doing Sports Central, and we were right across the... Um, the snowboard, the, the slope, slope style, that's what, what, what you call it. Um, mm. And uh, she, she was just incredible. To get a bronze, um, God, you could be, not be disappointed with that. You really can't be. And when you look into the story of Tess Cody, it's even more remarkable. This is her, her second Olympics that she's qualified for, but the first time she's actually competed in uh, Pyeongchang back in 2018. She was there. She was in the team. She was Australia's youngest member of the Pyeongchang Winter Olympics team. But during training in the lead up to her slopestyle event, she actually did her ACL. The conditions were horrible. They, they had to actually call off qualifying not long after she suffered that injury. So she didn't mm. get to compete. She was out for the best part of a year and she had this Olympic dream shattered. So for her to come back and pull off this incredible result, obviously she was right on the edge there. She was around the third or fourth mark for the entire final and she pulled out a, an 84.15 in her final run and just had to sit there and wait and watch rider after rider after rider come down. It was a, a very nerve-wracking wait for her, but she secured Australia's first medal of the Games with a I think everyone can agree a well-deserved bronze medal. Mm, absolutely, absolutely, and I, I love listening to her speak as well. Um, and mm. then uh, fast forward, so um, celebrations. Uh, what time was that about? That was around lunchtime ish. And then we we go through the evening, um, and uh, we end up um, we got all three, didn't we? Three of the girls through to the uh, the moguls final, um, and standing on top of the podium at the end of quite a quite a long night was Jakara Anthony. I was watching the, the events unfold, the heats, and then the final with my, my, my young boys, and 
um, yeah, they didn't know anything about it. And I, and I pretended as, <laughs> as being the dad, look, I know all about this stuff, kids. Um, but by the end of it, I'd watched that many of the girls go down. I sort of worked out how the scoring went. So, you know, out of your score of 100, you, you basically, uh, you, you do your two jumps and only 20% of your score is for what you do in the air, which uh, I didn't mm. realise. And you have to do two different jumps. So if you do the same jump twice, well, one of them doesn't count. And then, of course, you get points for your, um, your turns and, and your speed as well. So I've learned quite a lot. But what an amazing night it was for Jakara Anthony. And to be honest, Lockie, she was streets above the rest. She really was. She, she didn't record a, a single score behind, below 80 for her, the entire competition. She saved her, her best yesterday till the very last run with an 83.09. Yeah. She obviously she bettered that in her first qualification run back on Thursday. But to bring out... To have ridden three or four times in one day and do your best one in your last one, that says a lot about her pressure and her nerves of steel. But you're right, she just looked unflappable, essentially, that as the other girls in that final, the sixth final, mm. kind of faltered a little bit, a few mistakes started to creep in, Jakara was the exact opposite. She switched on even more, but just looked so steady coming down, especially that mogul's run in between the two jumps is such a killer. We saw so many people go off course, lose time, but she just looked so calm and focused as she sort of flew down that mountain. And, yeah, you could see the emotion on her face once she uh, found out she was in first. It was a phenomenal achievement. Yeah, no, it was. And you're right. Like, um, the smallest thing can go wrong. You've got to have – you do have to have a bit of luck. It has to all come together on the night. Mm. Um, But, as the commentators were saying, you know, she just must have, you know, um, nerves of steel to to do that and – bring it all together in the main event. So just an amazing performance. And I'm still wondering how they do it. Those knees are like giant shock absorbers or suspension on a, on a, on a four wheel drive. Mm. It's just uh, quite incredible. Uh, I want to talk to you too in a moment. I don't know if, um, if you saw there have been a few accidents, um, one of which um, was the, the female American slalom skier, Nina O'Brien. I, I haven't seen it actually yet, but it didn't look good. We might touch on that in a moment, but just still with the Aussie angle. Um, tonight, Brendan Corey. So he takes mm. place in the 1,000 metres, um, the short track speed skating. What are his chances? Look, it's as as we know, the 1,000 metres short track speed skating, uh, that's where a little-known Australian athlete by the name of Stephen Bradbury won his medal. And, of course, he, he got his medal by everyone falling down a ahead of him but quite like Stephen, Brendan is there because he's one of the best of the world I think he he's in the top 10 or maybe 11th in the world um in this most recent season so he's there and thereabouts and mm. so he's got the first quarter final up first which is tonight and that's at about a bit around quarter to 11 and basically there's five in that race the top two are guaranteed a spot in the semi-final uh-huh. and then the the two best third place finishes will also go through but just a, a little fun fact. Obviously, we know Stephen Bradbury. He, he had a bit of luck to get that gold medal. Just a bit. Uh, Bre- Brendan Corey, actually in his heat, he actually finished third. But the mm-hmm. Italian who finished ahead of him was actually penalised and brought down. So he finished the Aussie finished second and got pushed through to the quarterfinals straight away. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to read into that, that we've got a little bit of history repeating or anything. It's 20 years since yeah. Stephen did his business. So... That's the beauty of this short track speed skating. Anything can really happen. I was watching some of the long, um, the long stuff last night. The speed skaters over the distance, mm. and they 
the way they squat down for, for such a long time, but they've got these long, long legs and they're almost like, I don't know, they're quads of steel. They just so, oh, uh, it must be such hard work. All right. Uh, what, what do we know about Brendan? Where's he from, et cetera, his upbringing? So he's actually um, really hasn't spent much time in Australia. He spent most of his junior life and years actually competing for Canada at junior levels. And only uh-huh. in the 2019-20 season did he kind of make the shift over to Australia. He's got some family living each year. So he hasn't been competing for Australia for long, but this is his Olympic debut. It's been something he's been working up for for quite some time. And it's it's great to have another short track speed skater um, on board. And yeah, so it's... He, he might not be this true blue Aussie like Stephen Bradbury was, but he's well and truly there, happy to be competing for the green and gold. And oh. he knows that now he's got through to the quarterfinal, he, he feels ready. He knows that he can match it with the best of them. Oh, we'll take him. We'll take him, particularly if he can medal. <laughs> he's ours. Um, mm-hmm. So all eyes there. About quarter to 11, the quarterfinals uh, in the uh, the 1,000 metres short track speed skating. Um, so we'll be here and we'll be across it. Um, the finals around midnight, so we won't be uh, um, across that one. Um, so just back on that that accident, I, did you see mm. Nina O'Brien and what happened to her? Apparently, um, it was it was pretty graphic. Yeah, it, it wasn't great. Obviously, in, in the giant slalom, the speeds they get up to coming down that hill are enormous, and mm. it was just on one right hand turn. She kind of clipped from what I saw one of the poles, and her legs just got in a really awkward position and it, it just, it, it did not look good in terms of her, her left knee and her left leg in particular. I think, yeah, there was immediate concern. I mean, we saw the broadcasters and the, the TV just immediately cut away from it. So mm. yeah, it, it's the sort of thing. And it's something that the Winter Olympics unfortunately is known for because there's yeah. such that dangerous aspect to these competitions that anything can go wrong. And, I guess it's just part and parcel of the Winter Olympics that we've become used to seeing these um, graphic injuries. And it's never something you want to see, but it, it's just so unfortunate when it happens. Yeah, and there's a, another crash as well. The um, the German skier in, in the downhill, I think it was. Um, and I don't know if people are, are joining the dots saying it's it's because of the the you know the fake snow. I think it's a bit too premature to be, be linking the the fake snow to the injuries or the crashes mm. that we've seen already. Um, all right, mate. Well, I appreciate you jumping on the line, Lockie. And, and you never, never know. History may repeat two decades on and uh, he may well have a, a little bit of luck. Uh, Brendan Corey, um, hopefully as much luck as Steve Bradbury had back in, in Salt Lake City. Anything can happen. You're right. That all he needs is a top two finish in this first race and then he's in the semifinals and the same again. So it's such a quick sport that, you just got to be in it to win it, and that's exactly what he'll be. Beautiful stuff, Lockie. Thanks, as always, for joining us, mate. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Cheers, Chris. There is Lockie McCurdy from Code Sports and uh, becoming quite a regular on uh, um, programs that uh, I, I am hosting, which is good because he, he knows his stuff. He's knows his good. stuff. Yes. Knows his stuff and speaks really well as well. Uh, Wombat from Shell Harbour. Good evening, Chris. Good to hear you back on the air, mate. It's unbelievable what they've done to JL. Apart from the uh, Indian series, look at what he has done for Aussie cricket. I wonder who they will put in his place. Well, Andrew McDonald is in his place right now. Uh, Wombat, I don't know if that's going to be a uh, a long-term thing. Uh, We'll just have to wait and see. All right, we'll take a break and we'll come back and uh, we'll read out a few more texts. 0457 736 736.